Welcome, welcome. Wrestling with Ski. Let's get into last night's NXT. Which, I mean, it did have its high points. It had its low points. It had the stuff you saw coming. But that's pretty much the name of the game. And I will say that starting off with Finn, I mean, it was a good promo. He's good on the mic. Very rarely slips. Which, you know, a good thing. Think about how he beat everybody. And we all knew that when he's going off about this, that we were going to have the inevitable entrance of Karrion Cross and Scarlet. And Karrion went and said his piece about how, you know, everyone needs to know who the real champion is. And he's going to get, you know, He's going to get him, and he's, Finn's going to know what it feels like. And Finn you know, ran his mouth back that he's going to know what it feels like to choke, and la di da di da di da Which I might add, isn't it amazing? Here's the guy that got hurt and never lost the title. You know, undefeated. Doing this thing. You know, he's getting a shot. We know it's NXT and it's different, but he's getting a shot this fast after, you know, getting getting hurt and being done with it. And Balor, I mean, what it took him on the main roster, he got the title, had to drop the next night because, you know, shoulder he finished the match with. And you could say, like, oh, he had his chance. Like, yeah, against Lesnar when Lesnar was rolling, heading into Mania. Or I think it was another Roman match or Seth, one of those two. They were everywhere. Them and Mania is like Charlotte and Mania. They're in the main event. But, yeah, like... So that wasn't even legitimate on the main roster there, and he really never got a shot back at it. But here they are, you know, in NXT, cross against Balor, across to get shot at the title he never lost. Now, how are they going to play it off? I don't know, but at least this is like a legitimate, like, chance. Where, you know, he could, you know, you're like, well, it could go either way. It wasn't like, hey, Balor's finally getting a shot back, except it's against Lesnar. So, well. Even worse, it's Lesnar eight seconds before Mania. No, we all know how that's going to end. But Scarlet gets involved, and she's, I mean, that was the most words I heard come out of, like, her, him, other people in a very long time. But she's good on the mic, obviously. And she talks them into a tag team title match against Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan, because they show up, and the usual, like, you, you know the person that should be going for the title is Pete Dunne, blah da da like he already lost. They've moved on. Who knows how they're going to play it off, but they did that. And then later on in the night, for it to end, the show was the said tag team title match and a bump into Charlotte, Charlotte Scarlet. She's on the ground. Cross goes off on Balor, throws him back in the ring. Oni gets the win. And then it ends with Cross just going off on Finn and standing over him after he just mauls everyone and Scarlet draping the title over Finn. So let's see how they keep going to play that off for another couple weeks because there is a couple more weeks. You know what? There's now three weeks. So it's coming. But there's still another couple weeks from the build on it and I think it'll be a hell of a match. I mean, I think they could tear the place down if given the opportunity. So we'll see how that works out. And then that led to... Loomis versus Theory. I still don't get why the you know, theory they're having to play like this, like character type. 
And he's just, duh. And all that for the Garganos who weren't there, but the kid can wrestle. Damon Loomis had a great match. Could have been better, yeah. But they had a great match, which ended with Dexter putting him to sleep. But may as well, he was just so full of himself. And he was up on main roster and in Mania, and they put him down there and just had him, like, get some humble pie. I don't know what the hell they're doing, but the kid's talented. I just find it to be a damn waste. It's led into Champa playing games with Imperium, which I'm okay with. And a match with him against Bartel with Eichner out there. Well, yeah, obviously, it's two-on-one. We all knew he was going to have to, yeah, Champa would have to deal with him. But in the end, he takes out Eichner. Gets Widow's Bell. Gets the win against Bartel, which, I mean, they had a great match. I'm nothing against Bartel. His haircut and everything just irks, yeah, it irks me. But that's just me. I mean, look at me and my hair. I mean... Yeah, so, it was weird, but, I mean, they put on as good of a match as you thought they were going to have. And, again, I had no problem with it. Then, though, after the match, when Walter showed up on the ramp there, yeah, NXT UK champion for over 700 days, which, I don't know if this says more about him or the talent that's over in NXT UK. Yeah. Like two years. That's a that's a long time. Like especially nowadays. Like I don't know. I I don't watch it enough, but that's a long time. And it looked like he's put on some weight and got a little rounder. But uh, do their thing, beat the hell out of Champa. So we're gonna see where that yeah you know, plays out between Champa, Imperium, and Thatcher. I like Timothy Thatcher, and I really I mean all the work they did at the. The fight pits and the thatch, thatch can and all those things. I mean, like, I don't see why they would stick him back with Imperium then. You know, stick him with them after building this whole solo thing for so long. But I've been wrong before. But, you know, if they did all that work, I just wouldn't like to see it get wasted. I guess is really it. And send him right back to Imperium. So all that stuff suddenly means absolutely nothing. Because they were giving him time. And I thought he was doing good with it. I could be wrong, but he was doing a pretty good job, in my opinion. So we'll wait and see what happens there. The usual Adam Cole in the ring, you know. Threatening Kyle, you know, he signed his death warrant, interrupting my match. Technically, he didn't interrupt anything. He was just standing there. The week before. And Regal plays these things off so well, which is why I'm glad he's in the general manager role, coming out saying that, you know, He's not even here. You can't because he hurt his neck more. And then Kyle shows up on the screen. They run their suck. He says he's going to get him wherever he is. He knows where he shops. He knows everything. And later on, we see Adam leaving, saying he doesn't care what he's going to get, you know, Kyle. And then later on, we see them pulling off. They tried to run me off the road, getting pulled over, arrested thing, you know. We all know they're going to fight in a few weeks, but I don't know. I always hate those things, just like the hit and run. Literally, the hit and then take off running thing they tried to pull to, you know, like to get Elias off the TV at Jeff Hardy and Sheamus and all that. Like, and the only thing about those when they try to do them anymore, it's just, it'll never look as good and as real as when they were coming and arresting Stone Cold for anything. Yeah, maybe I was just spoiled back then and I just have no faith in it now, but 
those were good and you know I think it's gotta be a great match don't get me wrong by the way Adam Cole looks like he's been in a tanning bed a lot lately but that's another story I think they're gonna tear down the house I do think Kyle's one of the best in the world um We've seen Adam Cole have matches with anyone that looks good. So, he can do it. We know he can do it. He's got to see how it works out. Maybe I'm just tired of hearing them talk. Maybe that's my biggest problem. We'll see. But, I don't know. I'm just tired of the talking. I want to see the matches. And no more arresting people things anymore because I just again they're not as good as they they look so much more realistic and believable back when there was Stone Cold in them I think WWE did a much better job back then with those Jim Moses on to Shotzi and Ember talking about winning the other titles and there comes Aaliyah Robert Stone and what's her nuts so if we find out yeah, there's going to be a tag team title match next week which that gives you something to look forward to for next week it was a nice short little thing I'm okay with that. Then Jordan Devlin shows up outside, which leads to Legato, Del Fantasma beating Brazongo clean. And they beat him clean with having Escobar outside the ring. He didn't do anything. So, I don't know what to try and do with that. You know, Brazongo went from being like tag team champions to nothing, really. But, yeah. They showed up and did their thing. Then Devlin showed up. Escobar says he got seen gets in the ring. They're going to have their match at TakeOver. We all knew that was going to happen. Yeah, flapping their jibs, though. They had to you know, flap their jibs to get to it. And Devlin does get to drop, you know, Escobar before the, you know, Legato gets in the ring to set up the match for them, build, you know, do a little quick build. Again, little things like that I'm okay with. But... You know, man, like, what did Brazongo do? Like, like they, they were, I mean, the Fashion Police thing on SmackDown, like the main roster was just dumb. Then they got down there and they were looking good and doing their thing. Then they started having them do this stuff, you know, like coming out in spacesuits and doing all that. But, like, they went from NXT Tag Champs to just getting steamrolled by pretty much everybody. Which is mind-blowing because, you know, I kind of liked Tyler. I thought he was him and you know Fandango. They could both go back, and he was Johnny Curtis, and he wasn't like like there was just so much good stuff back then. I think it'd be a lot better if they just you know let them just let her rip. Stop doing all this hokey pokey, comical like happy stuff. Just let them go back and just. Like, Tyler Breeze, back at the beginning, the original takeovers was, like, just vicious and doing it. Yeah, maybe I'm just tired of seeing him do a lot. think he could do a lot better. That'd be the great change, you know? Like, the Roman thing. I mean, like, sometimes you just need it. Doing this hokey stuff, that's all he's been doing, which is why they got sent back down. That's why they're in NXT again in the first place. But I could be off. Zoe Stark versus Dakota Kai with, you know, Raquel, you know, Gonzalez out there with her. All I gotta say about it is Zoe looked better against EO. But again, it is EO versus Dakota there. So, I mean, but they had a great match. 
Zoe's talented, but again, she looked better with Io. But again, it's like saying, oh, they look great. Yeah, they looked way better. Someone did against, you know, with going against AJ Styles compared to like, you know, Roman. They're both good in their own right, but I mean, AJ Styles is above and beyond. Like, pretty much, I mean, he is really, really good. He's earned every bit of stuff he could do, but they look good. Match is over. You know, they just did the thing. You know, there's Dakota talking trash. Enter EO. Slams the contract into Raquel. And heads her way up. With Zoe, you know, armor wrapped around her. But I let it into all that trash talking just to get, you know, the contract into Raquel's hands for her against EO, which I can't wait to see what they're going to do against that. Just the size difference. I mean, I hope EO wins. Just personal opinion. I've never liked Raquel. Regardless, it's just, look at my back muscles. Like, yeah, no one cares at all. So hopefully that plays out well. We will see. But again, Zoe, that match, Zoe looked good. There's a reason Dakota's where she is. And well, there's a reason, yeah, and Zoe's just getting there. So, but yeah, it's definitely better than Dakota. That was proven. LA Knight made his, you know, in-ring debut against a guy that's just out there to get squashed, which I always hate debuts because of that. But the big takeaway was he can't, I mean, we got to see him wrestle and we got to see Bronson Reed do the fat guy in a little coat with his blue jacket, which is just, who doesn't like fat guy in a little coat? You don't like fat guy in a little coat. You don't think you do? Watch Tommy Boy. Do the world like, you know, a solid and watch Tommy Boy. It's a great movie, and that's just one of the best bits ever. Um, moral of the story, though, is I think we got some good stuff that you know could tear down the house. I think yeah, we got to see what the, the Devlin and Escobar just if they keep you know Wild and Mendoza out of it, and it's just those two going out. Uh, yeah, two, yeah, cruiserweights. You know, their styles are similar, but, you know, they have different things. I think that could be a hell of a match. If they give them the actual time. Again, it goes back to, like, watch Austin Aries stuff, and he was cruiserweight on the main roster. Go back and watch Neville's stuff. Watch Buddy Murphy's stuff. You know, they were always normally on the kickoff show, but go back and watch it. Like, the stuff they did was amazing. I could easily steal it. Easily, easily. Um, Cross and Balor? I mean, that's just going to be a slugfest. Pretty much we can all guarantee that. That's going to be a great one. They could both go. It's a good story. Makes sense. Yeah. And we'll see what they do. I just don't know what they're going to do with it. Yeah, they're going to. And if Finn loses, I mean, he's going back to the main roster, and they're going to give him an actual, like, decent push, which he never got after he was hurt. It wasn't his fault, by the way. Or, like, is he going to stay in NXT? I mean, what's going to happen there? I mean... That's a good one. Yeah, if he loses, I mean, if he wins, obviously, what are they going to do with Cross after his first losses? I mean, he's going to like be healed, and then go up to yeah, the main roster and do his thing there. Like a lot of good questions come from that. I mean, either way, but as long as they both keep getting used afterwards and they have a good match, it'll be great. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. I know that'll be a great one. I think. I mean, I prefer Kyle over Adam when it comes to style and all that, but. Everyone has their preference, but I think those two, again, 
have more than the capability to tear the place down. I think it'll be really, really good. And I'm intrigued by Eo and Raquel. Um, you know, just size and, you know, technique and style. Like, it's a good, like, you know, you know clash. And let's see how they're going to play all that out. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Raquel, but again, Eo's in there, so it has the capability to be really, really good. So we got to wait and see how that, you know, as long as Dakota stays out, we just got to see how it all works out. There's a bunch of other stuff that we don't know yet. So, like, North American Championship, Tag Championships, there's Women's Tag Champs. There's all kinds of stuff that hasn't been stated, and we all know it's going to happen in the next couple of weeks for them to do it. So, I'm looking forward to it. See where it all goes from there. But those are some predictions right there. I think anyone that, like, watched it, you tell me what you think. Comment. Agree with me or not. And before we go, I figured, as I said, that... Yesterday what I did, and I didn't get any new stuff in the mail yesterday. Bummer. There's always today. I will show you something that I got forever ago, and the only reason it's not on the wall is because Walmart, well, let's just say their shipping wasn't necessarily the best. And I got the frame, but the glass in it was blown into a million pieces because, well, they shipped it like idiots, and I'd show you, but you'd get mad too. But 11 by 14 PSA certified. Look at that. Signed, Oscar. The Women's Championship there. The Rawlins Championship, by the way. And the Money in the Bank contract. 11 by 14. Like, that's going on the wall one of these days. But I figured, you know, I'll show you a little bit of it. One for Walmart, which I have to go and, you know, exchange in store. Thank God they do it in store. But I'm going to bring the package in. And everything. I mean, like, how, like, you put this and this, like, piece of styrofoam around the top edges of the frame. You put nothing else in the box with that. And then you put that box, which had the fragile stickers on the outside of it, inside of a box with like, you know, three, like four inches around either side of it. Like where that the little box with the fragile on it can bounce around and like that much of a gap, like above it. So we could just sit there and just get mollywopped and there was no fragile or anything on the outer box. They put fragile on the inner box and then put the inner box inside of an outer box and didn't write that that was fragile or put anything to keep it from blowing up. So... Thanks to that, you get to see Oscar. And until I keep getting this stuff, you know, when I get whole packages, I'll show it then. When I'm waiting. Until I keep getting more stuff, I can just show you a piece a day. Just slowly let you in more. But I appreciate the watch. Again, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, and Spotify, if you want to just listen to me and not see this. And then go back and find it on one of the other socials if you're on Spotify to see what I pulled out. You know, feel free. But I am on all of them. Give them a, you know, a follow. Every follow helps. And then comment. Tell me what you think. Tell me what I should watch. Again, you know the role. Appreciate it. Thanks for giving me your time of your day. Like, you got things to do, so I appreciate giving me 20 minutes today. Again, let me know what you think. Be nice to each other. And until tomorrow, my friends, peace.